Many doctors and specialists recommend eating a diet rich in fruits and vegetables because they are scientifically proven to provide your body with numerous benefits. Inside each fruit and vegetable are thousands of nutrients known as phytochemicals. They help to keep your cells strong and healthy. For years, scientists have isolated certain phytochemicals, creating artificial vitamins. But phytochemicals need to work together, and isolating them can have harmful effects. Only by eating whole fruits and vegetables can you get all the phytochemicals working together in harmony. At Balance of Nature, we understand this. That is why we use whole, natural produce in our products, providing your body with all the nutrition it needs on a daily basis. See why people all across the world are taking Balance of Nature by going to balanceofnature.com or call 1-800-2468-751. And don't forget to get 35% off your first order as a preferred customer by using discount code. Hi, friends. If I could ask you a favor, go to MyPillow.com and put in the code word Kate. Mike Lindell and I have partnered up not only to bring you fantastic products, but he's also helping this show. You're going to get wonderful products when you put in the code Kate, K-A-T-E. You're going to get 30% off on the products. They have specials all the time. But these, I'm not wowed easy, but these products are amazing, I have to say. The sheets, the towels, the robes, the slippers, everything. Completely amazing. You're going to love it. The phone number is 1-800-873-1052 or go to MyPillow.com and simply put in the code word Kate. Thanks, you guys. Kate. Welcome to the Kate Daly Show. We've been tested for patience. Oh, we were negative. The Kate Daly Show starts now. I'm going to do a terrific show today and I'm going to help people because I'm good enough. I'm smart enough. And doggone it, people like me. Hi there. Welcome. Kate Daly's show at your service and uh, live on a Wednesday and happy to be here, of course. The call-in number is 888-673-1450. One of the last call-in live shows ever and on radio. I love that. Uh, 888-673-1450. Make sure and put that in your phone. And then, of course, uh, I've got the great Melissa, followed by her, the great Susan. And it's always a fun Wednesday, right? Because we get to hit some topics that we don't normally hit. And I really, really love these ladies. They work very, very hard at bringing you uh, good content and uh, really appreciate all their hard work. So uh, believe me, it's noticed. And uh, you can go to katedallyradio.com. You're going to notice a brand new site. Um, on the bottom is are the podcasts, and that's the recorded version of this live show you're listening to. And you can send those uh, recordings out to friends. And then, of course, um, there's a new uh, space on the website for uh, show notes and I will be inputting those this week and you can comment on those so it's kind of like our own little Facebook page without the censorship and the taking away of free speech you gotta love that (laughs) right I'm not gonna take away your free speech Um, and so uh, we'll be talking about the content every day and when I have a guest on or we talk about something we'll list the book title we'll list all the information so you can go right to the website from now on to show notes and you can get that information which is gonna be great instead of having to email me for it um, you get to go right to the site and so I'll be doing that hopefully daily so really appreciate you tuning in to the Kate Daly show of course and I'm your host Kate Daly I've got Melissa Smith with me because it's Wednesday she visits with me every Wednesday Melissa how are you 
I am good. It's always a delight to be here. Absolutely. Um, and so yeah. I can't wait to, to talk with you because there's some new information that's come out. And we always like to be ahead and, and on to all the new information, especially because people are now, um, some of their employers are starting, I'm getting letters right now. People are starting to get letters from their employers. You have to go get this experimental jab, even though your body can do what it needs to do 99.9% of the time. And you better have it. And people are just freaking out and not knowing what to do and rightfully so because we're being told we have to do something against our liberty in order to keep our job or go anywhere and I just want people to be very secure in their knowledge as to why they're not taking this uh, experimental uh, gene shot and it, you can't reverse it it's really scary right the there is a story that's hot off the press on mm-hmm. from LifeSite News mm-hmm Um, There is a Canadian researcher, a guy named Brian Brittle, and he has looked at some information coming out of Japan Mm -hmm. and says that the coronavirus spike protein unexpectedly enters the bloodstream Mm -hmm. is now a plausible explanation for the side effects, all of the blood clots, respiratory stuff. Uh, heart disease, brain damage, and reproductive damage. That he he's asserting that the spike protein is actually toxic, and it is collecting in organ tissue. Wow! And no one knows. No one knows where that pathway ends. Isn't it? It's Thank so you. sickening to me that people are making people go do this to keep their livelihood, to keep their. I, I, I can't well, imagine this. And I, I think that's the real rub. Yeah. I do. I do, too. Um, and I, it's sickening to watch because I'm sickened by it, too. Believe me, people, I am sickened by this. And I can't imagine being an employer that would think that making... Because you know what? There is going to be a, a portion here of people that actually do end up suing their employers for this. And I actually think that the people could win in court because you cannot make somebody do an experimental, even according to the Nuremberg, you cannot make people do experimental shots. So I'm not quite sure how they're getting away with this. And I don't Uh, think they are. I think because who's going to stop them? I mean, that's really the question. Right. Is, is the local health commissioner going to stop them? Is the CDC going to stop them? Is the NIH going to stop them? No, those are the people who have all been bearing down, doubling down, tripling mm-hmm. down on making sure everybody gets the vaccine. So from what I hear, yeah, exactly. So from what I hear, um, is some of this ending up in like ovaries? I mean, are the spike with the spike protein, are we seeing certain issues? Because I have a feeling a lot of this has to do with depopulation. This is where these people want to go with it. And so it wouldn't surprise me at all to know that the shot will have something dire to do with depopulation down the road as we go, right? Could be. Well, uh, it, it, and I uh, pardon Fertility my lack is... of knowledge of how how mm-hmm. vaccines actually work. Right. But apparently, the thing that is the big surprise is they thought that when they would inject, uh, when they would inject what a, that it would remain that the RNA when they would inject the mRNA uh-huh. from the 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 vaccine the jab. Okay. That the spike protein would remain at the vaccination site on on your muscle. 
Okay. The Japanese data that we're talking about is a, from a biodistribution study. So they're looking at where does the spike protein go in your body. Showed that the spike protein, once it gets into the blood, whoops, you just cut out into the blood. Circulates for several days post vaccination. Mm-hmm. Oh, it it circulates in the bloodstream for several days post vaccination and accumulates in organs and tissues. Listen to where it goes. Okay. Your spleen, bone marrow, liver, adrenal glands, and high concentrations for women in the ovaries, and I've also heard in testicles in men. Wow. That's the so the the spike protein is toxic and it's collecting in those places in your body. That's really scary. I'm sorry, but I, I can't imagine not being even nervous about this. You know, I've often wondered how somebody would answer this question that ran to get the vaccination as quickly as they could. What propelled them to do it? I mean, what was it about this where they didn't even get COVID the whole year? What would make them so excited about doing this to themselves? Is it just the propaganda, the peer pressure? What is what is causing people to say, these are my reasons? What would the reasons be? There's I don't know of any reasons to get it. Well, I, I, guess. I, I took a step back on. On what? Mm-hmm. I, I took a step back on this earlier. Uh-huh. And, and I was having a conversation with a friend and I said, why did why was this so hot? Why, well, yeah. why did we all have to get the vaccine? Mm-hmm. And the first the first premise is, well, depopulation. Mm-hmm. That's one premise. The other one is this is a huge cash cow for the pharmaceutical companies. Right. And the third one is that it does exactly what, you know, it, it sends a lot of power. Mm-hmm. A lot of what? In places that no American wanted it to go. Right. Now, none of those three things are good. So, so I don't know. Why, for okay. me as an ordinary American, why would I take it? Yeah. I don't know, honestly. I mean, what all the, I can think. What would a reason be? I can't. I mean, there. I, I haven't ever heard somebody go. These are the reasons I went to go get it. These are the solid scientific reasons why I felt I had to have this shot as soon as it came off the press. Like even in its experimental state, I was okay with it. I know. I have a family member who told us. Right. I have a family member who said. Well, the reason I'm doing it is because I, I don't want to infect other people. I care. I'm not worried about my own health, but I don't want to be a transmitter of this horrible thing to other people. But they, they didn't get it the whole year and a half. But for some reason in their brain, they still thought they could get something that would make them ill or gives to somebody. Is that the idea? Well, we were told when... Whoops, you that we were not getting it. Mm-hmm. We were informed that we did not understand science. <laughs> so they we, so they say that we can't understand science, but then they don't have any science to back it up. That's so weird to right. me. There, there's no reason to, because your body can deal with this 99.8% of the time. So why in the world would you have to go get a vaccine? You know, if the death rate was 50%, then I could see somebody going, well, the death rate's 50% of said plague. But I don't know what the reason would be for this one. It's so hard for me to figure out what somebody must tell themselves. Well, here's a little piece of... 
here's a piece of science maybe we should consider. Okay. Now, you remember they skipped all the animal testing uh-huh. for this. Right. We're the test. And many mm-hmm. of us said, oh, that's not a good sign. Right. So now there's some animal testing that has been done. Mm-hmm. Lab animals injected with the spike protein into their bloodstream developed cardiovascular protein problems. And the spike protein also was demonstrated to cross the blood-brain barrier mm-hmm. and cause damage to the brain. Wow. And they've, wow. And they've How about had, that for some science? Well, and, they, and to date, it's only been out for three months. And they've had over, what, uh, three to four months, right? Depending. And they've had over 50,000 deaths. So it's 5,000 recorded deaths, which is about 10% of all of, of the deaths that actually happen. And that's usually what happens with, with the reporting site on the HHS uh, government website. So we have about 50,000 deaths and nobody seems to care. And under 3,000 people died in 9-11. And we can't look at the same 3,000 that first died of this and think in the same way because this is just a side component of a vaccine. This is just something that happens, 50,000 deaths. I'm, I'm just shocked, I guess. Wow. It's amazing. Well, it, it, <laughs> there's no the, there's common sense. There's more and more backpedaling. There's mm-hmm. more and more, oh, it came from a lab. Oh, no, it didn't come from a lab. Oh, yes, it did. Oh, you it know, definitely and, and did. And the censorship on it has been so heavy. It's been crazy. Yeah. I can't imagine there, it, at this the, point not thinking it came from a lab. Like somebody actually thinks it did come from a bat. I actually interviewed a, a, a liberal. I haven't played the interview yet. And she actually does think and is totally convinced it came from a bat. And I thought, okay. <laughs> and China doesn't even have a sample of COVID. Neither does the United States. But we're convinced it came from a bat, and we're convinced that it's just bizarre. The whole story is gets weirder and weirder as we go. I don't well, know. as I understand gain-of-function studies, uh-huh. the original... Whoops, you just cut out. ...been taken from a bat, mm-hmm. and... The original, the original virus may have come from a bat, mm-hmm. but in gain-of-function studies, in gain-of-function research, mm-hmm. what they were trying to do was to make it more virulent, to make it more, you know, transmissible to a human population. So whether where the virus originally came from is kind of irrelevant. It's what happened to the virus when it got into the lab that's the problem. And is there a virus, I guess, is my biggest question now. With no samples, it's kind of hard to know, right? Um, we're going to come right back because we're going to switch up the topic a little bit. We're going to talk about happiness a little bit. And so when we come back, more with Melissa on the Kate Daly Show, katedalyradio.com. We'll be right back. Lines are open now. Call 888-673-1450. This is the Kate Daly Show. Hi there. Welcome back. Kate Daly Show. I've got Melissa on today. And uh, I know we're playing a song about happiness, even though we were just talking about an experimental gene shot that everybody is thinking they have to have and how um, sick and and toxic it is. But we're going to talk about that in just a moment. Then we're going to go on to this other topic of happiness um, that is desperately needed right now. And I love Melissa for doing it. Um, And then also, I just wanted to mention, have you been to MyPillow.com? 
If you haven't, you're going to be very surprised at the uh, the quality of the products there. They are amazing, and they spent a lot of time deciding which products they were going to have at MyPillow.com. The best sheets, the best towels, the best robes, the most plush robes you've ever seen. Great gift for Father's Day. The best slippers I've ever put my feet into, which is saying a lot because I've owned a lot of slippers. And uh, dog beds, mattresses, mattress toppers that can make an old mattress like new again. I am telling you, they have the best mattresses too uh, and affordable ones. This is the place to go for all of those needs. Great for wedding gifts, all kinds of gifts, but it also supports the show because Mike Lindell and I have partnered up. So make sure that you're supporting Truth and Radio and then also getting the very best products. Go to MyPillow.com and all you have to do is put the code word Kate in. K-A-T-E, my first name, and you will get up to 40% off. It is such a sweet deal. And the MyPillows right now are $29. You can't beat that because of the technology in MyPillow. And they can help with snoring. Yes, they can take snoring away. Um, I absolutely love this pillow. So it's the blue one and the green one are for snoring. Um, Melissa, and I know you love the products too, but I just cannot say enough about them. I've been just shocked by the quality. I've just absolutely loved their towels. The most plush towels I've ever had. I'm just, wow. It's just wow. That's all I can say. It is. It's all good. It's I all love, good. I love my pillow. I know. Um, anyway, go to mypillow.com, put in the code word Kate. Um, okay. So, uh, so I, as far as the shot goes, there was just a, one more thing we wanted to say about it. Women, um, all men too, are having a lot of bleeding issues, blood clots, bleeding. And Sherry Tenpenny, um, you know, really brought this into the light in the interview we did on Friday. And that was that shedding. Shedding from a vaccine is when you get the illness that the person got the vaccine for. That's not what's happening. What people are getting is a bleeding disorders, right? Uh, right. Postmenopausal women and are get, all kinds of people are getting bleeding disorders. Why is that happening? And so she said, that's not, that's not shedding. That's transmission. So she said, why is it in the blood? Why are we getting ble- bleeding disorders like crazy from the vac- unvaccinated people that are around vaccinated? So she said, don't call it shedding. And I, I agree with her. I thought it was a great point to make an aha moment is why are we having this? And I asked her if it's ever happened before. And she said, no, this is ne- we've never gotten bleeding disorders um, from those uh, that are not vaccinated by something that they're, when they're around vaccinated people. That's really weird. Well, here's here's the the comment okay. from um, the research, the Canadian researcher Brian Brittle. He said, and this is a direct quote from him: "We thought the spike protein was a great target antigen. We never knew the spike protein itself was a toxin and a pathogenic protein. So, by vaccinated people, we are inadvertently inoculating them with a toxin." Jeez. So we are injecting people with an RNA-based change-your-genetic-code toxin, and they did not anticipate that it would get loose in the bloodstream, but mm-hmm. now it seems to be doing that. And it is those toxins, then, are loose in your body, and they settle in many places that you don't want a toxin. Right. I don't want a toxin in my adrenal glands. I don't want a toxin in my spleen. (laughs) I don't want it crossing the blood-brain barrier and causing causing cognitive malfunction. Here's another quote from him. Um, He says, well, the comment is made in the article... 
that the high concentration of spike protein found in testes and ovaries in the secret Pfizer data released by the Japanese agency that was doing this biological, you know, where is it in our bloodstream kind of thing, raises this question, will we be rendering young people infertile? You know what? I can't believe people aren't worried about this. How many more reasons besides 50,000 deaths and everything else? All the toxins, the infertility, what they did with even Gardasil with infertility. Why aren't people questioning this more? Why are they not being smart about this? It, it boggles one's mind. How much more do we need to say, you know, big, you know, skull and crossbones, stay away, danger here? Like, what else do we need? <laughs> Oh my gosh. I don't know. It, but the the propaganda has been so successfully targeted that if you are not a full supporter of it, then you hate other people, you you are not responsible. I I believe quite the contrary that mm-hmm. the people who have taken it have been the irresponsible ones and they're putting other people now at risk. Yeah. So in the world of, you know, virtue signaling, this may turn out quite differently than we all anticipate. Yes. You know, what, what Pfizer and Moderna and AstraZeneca have said, and, and I believe the AstraZeneca vaccine has been pulled out of Europe. They're no longer using it in Europe because yep. of blood clotting, cardiac problems, mm-hmm. all of that. But. We are not even a year into this. What's this going to look like in five years, in well, 10 years? Well, the real stats with VAERS then um, would, would mean that we've got about uh, 229,000 people then that have had reactions so bad they've had to go to the hospital. We're just not understanding. And then, and then, of course, they're actually suggesting we have more than 2 million people that have had adverse reactions um, in general. That's pretty sad, considering the fact that uh, we've never had that kind of reaction to a vaccine before. Well, and keep in mind, please, they have, they have cleared this for pregnant women oh, and gosh. for nursing mothers. Proteins <sighs> that are circulating in a mother's bloodstream will be concentrated in breast milk. And they have already had um, one baby um, that after the mother took the second dose of the Pfizer vaccine, mm-hmm. the baby developed a rash, uh, refused to nurse, developed a fever. The baby was hospitalized with a diagnosis of thrombotic thrombocytopenic purpura, which is a blood disorder in which blood clots form in small blood vessels throughout the body and the baby died. But we're not going to tell pregnant, or we're not going to tell nursing mothers or pregnant women that it's unsafe for them. I just have no. It's words. irresponsible yeah. and and very reckless. Yeah, it gets, it makes me emotional actually because I'm thinking, why would a mother who worries so much about that pregnancy do this to her her and her baby? Why? I because she to... was convinced that COVID was more dangerous. Yeah, and that's tragic. And horrific. Yeah. Um, it's crazy. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm, without, I'm without words a lot this year and a half, and I, I honestly don't know what else to say about it because I feel like I'm a broken record. 
And then I still can't believe that that women are are willing to do this to themselves. I'm just I don't understand it. So um, so let's switch gears a little bit and talk about something that I think we all need a break from the crazy and insane world that we're living in sometimes. And let's talk about happiness because you just read uh, a book on this that I, I think was kind of intriguing. Yeah, yeah. I, and, and I, I've been listening to it. I'm doing a lot of time in the car right now as I'm driving back and forth between my home and, mm-hmm. and where my mother lives, trying to help her make some adjustments. And right. So I've been listening to, you know, what can we do to be more happy? The world is a pretty stinky place right now. And it's pretty easy to get kind of on overload Mm -hmm. and feel like there is no hope. (laughs) It's pretty (laughs) awful. I'm I'm with you. Because you know what? You had the same experience as me. You're driving through the heartland. And as I just drove through the heartland with my husband um, to visit grandkids, I was reminded of something really special. Do you want to talk about that? Cause I think there's just something very special about the heartland when you, when you drive through it. Well, yeah. And, and I was on kind of some back, back roads. Mm-hmm. I wasn't on the freeway. Mm-hmm. I was literally out in the country where the, you know, wheat fields and corn, the corn is just coming up and whatever. And it just made me stop and think, this country is a beautiful country, mm-hmm. full of good and decent people. And it just really it made me feel inspired that things are not so bad. Mm-hmm. Um, they, there are still a lot of good people. Most of the people that I associate with on a daily basis are decent human beings. Right. No, not 100%. <laughs> but but close, yeah, pretty good. Yeah, sure. And so let's quit being so discouraged. Yeah. Let's sure. let's remind ourselves. So he, here are some of the takeaways I, I brought from the book that I was listening to. The, the first principle that I think is really powerful is that most of us, we look at circumstance and we think, well... If X was the president, I'd be happy. Or if I had my dream job, I could be happy. Or if I lived in a better house, I'd be happy. Or if my kids went, you know, if they were on the honor roll, I'd be happy. Mm-hmm. And I think it's it's actually a paradox that the exact opposite of that is true. We choose happiness first. Right. And then... When we are settled in our own heart and in our mind and in our soul, then those external things stay where they belong. They're, they're externals. Right. Um, our happiness is something that comes from inside of us first. Mm-hmm. Um, I was talking again with my very wise, wise son, and he said, you know, we're being conditioned right now to be discontented with everything. Right. And, you know, it doesn't matter whether it's racial discontent or gender discontent or just material discontent. We are always being marketed to, always being told that we don't have enough. Right. We need more. And that is not the secret to happiness at all. Okay. What is? Happiness comes from, you know, saying... I'm going to choose to be happy. I have enough to meet my needs. Um, And what happens from here 
you know, happy people, people who are at, at feel happy inside themselves are oftentimes much more successful than people who are not. And even if you're not, or even, even if you're not happy, then think of the time you're wasting. Well, yeah, and I kind of look at it like this, too. Are you, do you want to fight for this country because you feel the happiness that you have as a citizen of this country and you want to fight for things that are better? Or are you doing it out of fear for what's coming? Because the, the two are very different places. And I hope that as I drove across the country, I felt like you did. And I also felt like this country is worth fighting for because I love it that much. And well, that's, that's another interesting aspect of happiness. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, when happiness is motivated by extrinsic factors, okay. meaning we tell our kids, if you get an A, right. I'll give you $5. Well, I'm going to stop you right there. We're going to come right sure. back because I want to explore this with you. Be right back. Kate Daly Show. Lines are open now. Call 888-673-1450. This is the Kate Daly Show. I see skies of blue, clouds of white, bright blessed days, dark sacred nights, and I think to myself, What a wonderful world. Hi there. Welcome back. Kate Daly Show. Nobody sings it like uh, Armstrong, right? Am I right? Uh, so uh, welcome back. I'm talking with Melissa. We're talking about happiness and gratitude. And coming from a place and in, in fighting for this country of, of humility, love, gratitude, and, uh, and, and walking, walking ahead with that um, as we were both kind of touched by our, our drives through the heartland and... Um, of America as we both have been kind of engaged in in, the, in May and, and I'll tell you there's something very sweet about that um, realizing how much we love this country right but I, I also wanted to mention when it comes to health get balance of this is the food supplement that all of America is talking about right now and there's a reason for it and the creators of the pro- of this product of this food supplement that you can take every day in capsule form um, they actually were uh, the ones that spearheaded the the nutrients, the taking of these nutrients from these fruits and vegetables and putting those nutrients in capsules, taking out the air and water and bringing you just those nutrients. Uh, they were the ones that spearheaded this uh, uh, 30 years ago and designed a way to do it that would be the most beneficial for your body to grab those nutrients. This is the product you should be taking. There's a lot of hits um, on our on our bodies right now, and the food supply chain is corrupt and it's awful. And we have got to get back to regular health. I mean, the health uh, we have to be a strong, healthy people to fight for this country as well. Go to balanceofnature.com, and you'll get up to a 35 percent off with free shipping. They'll send it out within 24 hours to you. Take this product. I'm telling you from personal experience that this is the product I would take. I did all my homework. I'm telling you this is the one. Balanceofnature.com. Put in the code word Kate, K-A-T-E, and get those savings. Um, And do it for you and do it for your family and order extra and have it in your food pantry. 
Um, Melissa, I'm back here with you. I We were just sort of talking about this, this shot and how people are, will worry about calories and carbs and, and pesticides and everything else, yet they'll go and take an experimental shot that they can't reverse. You cannot reverse the effects of the shot. Don't be in a hurry to take it. You're not dying of anything. You're, you're okay out there. You're all right. Please don't run and take this. And, and, and coming from a place of, of, of gratitude for this country and love for this country, we have to get to a place where we what, Melissa? Because you were just talking, and, and I feel so bad we had, to, we had to go to a break, because you were just well, explaining some research. Yeah, it, there's two different kinds of motivations that, pe- that, that cause people to do things. One of them is intrinsic. They do it because it, it comes from their heart and soul, or extrinsic, where we're doing it for an external reward. Oh. And so maybe the external reward is, um, you know, if we think about that in political terms, your guy is elected or mm-hmm. whatever. It, I, have you, I'm sure we've all worked on, I've worked with campaigns that didn't win. And, yeah, it's disappointing. But if you've done it only because you cared about the win, then it, it's kind of bitter. If you right. did it because you really believed in that person, then your labor was good. Mm. You know, there's a difference. Sure. There, it's kind of an interesting, there was a study done at Brandeis University, and they ask elementary school and college students to make artistic collages that would tell a story. Right. They told one group that they were going to get a reward at the end, um, and they told the other kids just to do it for fun. Right. Mm-hmm. Then they brought independent judges in to judge uh, the most creative. Right. They didn't tell who the uh, which ones were paid to do it, which ones were not. And the outcome of that was the least creative projects were done by the students who were promised rewards for their work. Hmm. They they did it again, with a group of 24 creative writers, and they asked them to write haiku poetry. Okay. And um, the extrinsic reasons were that they were um, going to impress their teacher, they were going to make money, whatever. And the intrinsic people, they oh, they had three groups this time. They had other people that they told them that their reason was just going to be the fun of playing with words and write, doing something creative. And the third group, they didn't tell anything at all. They just said, here, write this haiku poem. The lowest quality poems were from those who had the extrinsic motivators. Hmm. So if we're only working out of fear, that's an extrinsic motivator. I, I really do think, and, and I really do believe this, that when we reach down inside of ourselves and find the things about our country that we really love and we work for those things, that the reward to us, whether we win or lose, will be great. It will make us happy to be engaged in that work. And, mm-hmm. and that seems, you know, paradoxical to the American psyche that says win at all costs. But when we win when we play by our own rules, when we do it according to our own inner light. Right. And I've been very, very kind of preoccupied with that idea of having an inner, we all have an inner light, 
And when we make reference to that, what is it that we really feel empowered to do and we feel compelled to do because we love the country? Then whatever we do is a win. Right. And it will be better. We will be more persuasive. We will be more successful because, number one, we've chosen happiness first, and Mm -hmm. then we've chosen to do it for ourselves because it's the right thing to do, not because we anticipate a big job in D.C. with a lobbying firm (laughs) later. That's so true. And you know what? People can feel it. The message spreads when it's from your heart, when you are doing it for the right reasons. People will feel that. They will get inspired by by you out there that are doing it for the right reasons. I I can't express that enough. The reason that we are at 2.14 million listens in podcast right now, and that's after the live show. That's not even part of the live show. I'm saying that because you can feel that we love this country, that we're here because of a love for each other and for this country and what it stands for, the sovereignty of this country and uh, a, a love for God. And you know it because we're here to express those points of view daily. And and you, as you're out there uh, doing these things for the right reasons, people will feel it as well. And that genuine place of happiness of love that you feel because of being an American and standing up for America, it can be felt. It can. I, and I really, there's a lot of things. I mean, there's, there, this isn't a conversation we could have way beyond kind of the superficial level that right, we only sure. have time for today, but there's so much about being and I hate to use this word because it's kind of one of the woke words right now, but being authentic, right. being true to what you actually believe. Mm-hmm. And people always know. They always have you ever give, Have you ever told somebody you were sorry when you really weren't? Right, right. We, probably yeah. as parents, we've all heard our kids do it. You know, say mm-hmm. you're sorry to your brother and they go, sorry. <laughs> yeah. And we all know that they don't really mean it. Right. Um, and so I think our... I think we communicate a lot more than we think we do. If I look at some of the big popular movements sweeping the country right now, mm-hmm. I think we could all take a who is who is legitimately concerned about the the causes that they're fighting for and who's in it for the money or the power or the prestige. We yeah. all can tell. Oh, yeah. It's like it's like it's like listening to Romney and being repelled by him. It kind of reminds me of that because, you know, that it's disingenuous. You know that he's there for himself, his career and his cash. He is not there and he's there to do the bidding of somebody else. He's not there because he loves this country. So when he says the words, I love America, I cringe inside. There's something in me that goes, you're cringe worthy, Romney, because I can sense that you are disingenuous. I know that it's not real. So I guess we have to ask ourselves, you know, then why do so many people vote for people like that and fall for that line? And I Mm -hmm. think it's because we're not, we've become so disconnected with our, like I said, with our inner light. Right. That we're really not listening anymore. Right. We see somebody who looks a certain way or talks a certain way, and we think that they will act a certain way Mm -hmm. as well. When in reality, if we were listening and more perceptive, and paying attention better, we would discover they're not doing, they might look the part and they might, 
talk the words, but they are not that thing. Right. They are not genuine in what they're saying. And we can we can discern that. And, and if we can't discern it, then we darn well better be looking at behaviors a lot more closely. Right. Right. I agree. Yeah. Well, there's there's another thing that I think another secret to happiness. Mm-hmm. And and this kind of touched me a lot. Um, and, and I'll just share it. it. It comes from the book. It's called The Happiness Equation. Mm-hmm. Um, there are about 7 billion people on the earth today, 115 billion people who have ever lived, and 115 billion people who have ever lived in the history of the world. That means that 108 billion people who have ever been on the face of the earth are dead now. Most people have already lived their lives. Put another way, 14 out of every 15 people who have ever lived. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, Melissa? <laughs> what happened to her? Um, I wonder uh, if she's having some weather where she is. That's usually a reason. Um that people get cut off. Uh, so we'll wait for her to now. Now I'm, it's like a cliffhanger. It's like a cliffhanger. <laughs> okay. Um, hopefully she'll call right back before the end of the show and not leave everybody hanging. Melissa. So um, I think she's on to some good points though. I'll tell you that much. I just want, I want us to come from a place of of love for this country, of happiness, how much happiness this has brought us. And sometimes it's really good to remember just how much we value what we have over in this country. I realize it. I know you realize it. And it makes my heart happy. As I was driving through the heartland, as I was explaining to Melissa, um, and I was explaining when I came back from my trip, same exact thing, that there was something really special about this country and it just the beauty of it I don't know what it was but it made me want to fight for the country more it made me emotional about the country and I thought these hacks that have taken it over the uh, your fraudulency and Hormala who have obviously extremely obviously you know taken it over and I thought wow we are in a, a a world of hurt right now but we have so much to be grateful for and we can fight for it and it's worth it. There was something just really special as I was driving through the heartland of America that, that was, that served up as a great reminder of what's really fantastic, you know, about this country, what's really, truly fantastic. And what I'll do is if uh, if she's not able to call back, I'll have her call back after the show and I'll add it to the podcast so that you can hear what point she was coming up to uh, and going to talk about because I think she was going to make a fantastic point just then when, when the phone lines cut her off. But um, I do think she's having some weather where she's at. So um, I'll add it to the podcast. But I'm telling you, when I was driving through, I thought it's worth it. It's... It's, I think it's a good thing to stay focused on fighting for this country and teaching our kids how to fight for this country. We're going to have to fight in the courtrooms. We're going to have to fight for education and awareness because we're getting sold a box of rocks at every turn. 
We're getting told we're a racist nation. We're getting told all these things. Okay, Melissa's back with us. And Melissa, you've got about 45 seconds. So tell us the point you were just about to make before you got cut off. Okay, well, the point is we are the luckiest people on the planet. Mm -hmm. We are the luckiest people in the history of the world. What do we have except to be happy about that? Yes, you are right. I'm really glad you made the point. We really must remember this why we're fighting for it and it isn't to be miserable because if you're feeling miserable today then something's wrong we actually need to feel happy about what we're engaged in and doing it doesn't mean life will be easy but Mm -hmm. it does mean we have the freedom to choose to be happy with our circumstance we can fight for things to be better that is the american way amen sister let's be happy in the meantime amen sister thank you thank you Thanks, Melissa. Always a pleasure. And I just appreciate you and all the work you do for this show. Thank you. Uh, True patriot, Melissa Smith. Really appreciate her. I'll be right back with Susan, another patriot. And I love these women. And be right back on The Kate Daly Show, katedalyradio.com for all the podcasts.